The following presentation is part of the Beyond the Blast Doors Network. Welcome into the Hall of Chronicles, Andy. What, up, Josh? what is going on? I am super stoked for this episode. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. For real. We're only doing two things. We're doing two things on this episode. We're going to have, we're going to, and this is no offense to Paul Smith, but we're only going to briefly touch on the show me your collection that he posted up or that he shared with us, I should say on Saturday, because we have an awesome interview to get to Josh. Yes, we do. Like one of my favorites. And I I'll probably say that after every interview, but I have to be honest, more honest than I usually am. This was fun. This was a lot of fun. And I just want to sit and listen and we, we try and keep our pause to a certain length, but man, I think we could have listened to this guy for a long time. And that is none other than Mr. Gene Freeman, Mr. Gene Freeman, such a good interview. We'll get to, yeah. He was super engaging and, and, uh, you know, great storyteller and we'll get to him in just a moment, but first Josh, we gotta, we gotta hit the collection here. Yeah, we do because it was beautiful. It was, it was amazing. Freaking amazing. So tell me about it. So I'm just pulling up a picture here so I can take a peek at it. So Paul Smith is a buddy of ours who uh, is from the UK. He's from great, not lesser Britain, but the greater Britain. The only Britain. Um, yeah. You can find him at smithy the force that would be at s-m-i-f-f-y-t-h-e-f-o-r-c-e and he's been collecting he says for about the last 15 years um and i love that he said this too this is and i quote from him here he said he he's been collecting more of the vintage items because that's where the memories are at right which resonates with you and i too right um being of a certain age, I should say. Right. And so I, I think I, but I think that applies no matter what age you started into star Wars or you got hooked on star Wars. Um, you know, that is where your memories are at for Paul. It's with that original, you know, 1977 to 85 era of star Wars. And, um, and this is the, this is all in his dining room. Um, okay, thank I, you I, for clarifying because I I saw the chairs, the dining room chairs, but man, I, the picture that's on the screen right now, if you're watching on YouTube, yeah. there is nothing like a Han and Carbonite, and and our fellow no, BM beer Trevor has one, which looks as good as this, but I don't care where I see a Han and Carbonite, I immediately get like butterflies. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it, crazy. It's one to one. It's it's a full size. It's not just a little decal you put on your door. 
it's it's a dimensional six foot tall Holland carbonite with LED lights and and the old Volvo panels. You know what I mean? Amazing. So, I mean that's I mean that's just one thing. And this is in his dining room. I put on the post on Twitter. Please, by the way, go check it out at hashtag Show Me Your Collection. Um, this is in his dining room. This is like. Can you imagine like, you know, family dinners? Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Thanksgiving. Like, he, oh. he, uh, you know, you have your stuff at, at your house in your office, right? right? I have my stuff in my little man cave room in the basement. This is dining room. This is where people fellowship. And I, oh. I have the utmost respect for that um, because it's, it's presented so in such a cool way, like there's star Wars posters and there's a lit up lightsaber in between each of the posters. He has a little shelf area where he's got all of his boxes or his boxed vintage star Wars items, which is pretty cool. And then he's got three, he's got three buckets, you know, he's got three helmets there that are just like movie quality. And then the artwork that he has, he has some star Wars art pieces. Yeah. Yeah. And they're lit up you know, like gallery. No, that's gallery. So look at the, uh, look at the molding on the top plus the upward lighting. I mean, oh man, I love it. It's beautiful. Look at that. It's uh, truly beautiful. Is that rogue one? The, the tie fighters flying into the sun. Oh man. Yeah. The, uh, the, the apocalypse now shot. Yeah. I mean, so good. And then that's rogue one too. A little bit of uh, streaming over the water. No, that's, it's Force Awakens. Force Awakens. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's Poe. Um, but yeah, he's got oh, a look at that at oh, at at helmet. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, in corresponding with them, you know, I asked them what is, you know, just like I ask everybody, what's, what's your favorite items? And Lee, that's a, that's like such a cool picture right there, John, right. of his box items and his carded couple of card figures you know that's normally um, where like some uh china that you never use would go or like you know the platter for only on thanksgiving <laughs> but instead he's utilized his space dish. yeah the gravy yeah. the gravy boat but instead boat, yeah. we have this beautiful use of space through star wars vintage boxes and one of oh, those God. boxes has like the, the Imperial shuttle in it. That's what is that? 1500 bucks. It's right. It's never been opened. Oh, maybe it's, more. It's complete in its box and he's got them in acrylic cases too, which is even right, more which is awesome. Yeah. And so that was, he said that was probably his favorite, you know, I mean, in a room that has like a sweet ad at, driver helmet and a full scale, um, Han Solo and carbonite, you know, his favorite item in there is an unopened Imperial shuttle. Yeah. Right. So like, this is, you know, I've said, I've said the word beautiful, right. When, when thinking about when looking at, um, Paul's collection, it's beautiful. It's not that he has a ton of items, no, but the items that he has are deliberate and they're, and they're displayed with intention and, and they're in like, everything's in perfect shape. 
which you would expect if you're going to put it in your dining room, right? Like it's, this is a nice room in the house. Look at the Greeblies on, on, on solo. I mean, they're all lit up. I, it's just, man. Yeah. And sometimes so, I'm envious of that, uh, cl- clarity, kind of that focused clarity where you can, you can't, you don't have to have everything. You don't have to even have, and now I think Paul probably has a room with a bunch of other stuff, but this is what sure. is selected for this very important room, which is like you said, a place of fellowship where family gathers and, and eats dinner, hopefully once a month at least. And (laughs) hell yeah. Yeah. So it between, he had two items that he kind of went back and forth between on his favorite. One of them was the unopened Imperial shuttle box. And the other one was the boxed, um, at, at, and it, it, the box has been opened. However, the ADAT is in, it's never been put together or the decals have never been put on it. The inserts, it's still, it's still resting within the inserts and like the canopy and the chin guns are still in their little plastic baggies. Um, so it's, it's been opened, but it's never been assembled, right? It's still pristine. And so he, he kind of went back and forth between those two things being his favorite. And I, you know, I don't blame him. Like those are, those are excellent. The boxes are in great shape. I mean, like, I don't even know how you find stuff like this, but, but man, it's, it's, it's something to behold. So thank you so much for sharing Paul. It's, it's a wonderful, beautiful, deliberate, intelligently displayed collection so and thank your significant other for allowing you to i mean it's a sacred room the dining room is a sacred room so to be able to put in you know the love of star wars as as the focal point obviously is really cool and i would be honored to have thanks do they they don't do thanksgiving in the uk to have don't do to have drive on the wrong side of the road day in UK at your dry at your dining room. That that's all. well. Good news, Josh, because he invited us. He said, "If we're ever over there, we are welcome to share a meal with him." In Happy drive room. on the wrong side of the road day. That seems like as good a reason as any. Um, and what I also and I I kind of have noticed this lately too. And this is a shout out to our fans, uh, our UK fans, um, especially Bonjour. our followers. I, um, our followers, but. Um, like this are this is getting close to a hundred likes and like sixteen retweets yeah. and well why we've had it? we've had you know three or four show me your collections now in a row too that that you know are are getting some eyeballs on it and and that is a a testament to our followers followers thank you followers thank you and then b a testament to the uh, the collections that these people have that are just like man, like I think of like Andrew Blatt's, I think of Scott, uh, Kenny's, uh, you know, I think of, uh, Mr. Chris Lee's, you know, and, and, yep. and now, um, Paul's. And so it's, I just, I couldn't be happier posting these every Saturday and, uh, people getting to see him and comment on them and, and the comments are, are, are wonderful read too. And, and I know the people that 
um, are sharing their collections really get some enjoyment out of the interaction. So thank you. Um, yeah. Go, I think we're starting to move so here. We're starting to look this show me your collection kind of started as us maybe trying to scope in on a collection that maybe we could get some stuff from. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> And it, I, I really like the movement right now, the movement of, of people enjoying it. It's just so cool. So I'm not going to talk too much because we did it last time, but, but thank you for sharing, continue to share, retweet. I mean, this is powerful stuff. People have put a lot of time and effort and you're getting a sneak peek into their homes and their love. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, thanks, Josh. We now get to share the interview that Josh and I sat down with, with Mr. Gene Freeman, Hollywood actor, stuntman. And uh, he played a role in a little TV show we like to call The Mandalorian. Mm, so never heard of it. Without further ado, I'll get into a proper introduction here. We already recorded the interview earlier. Uh, please sit down carve out a little time here. Gene was awesome to talk to and he just, he was so engaging. So, uh, Josh, without further ado, let's get to the interview. Yeah. New, uh, friend of the show, Gene Freeman. All right. Today's guest on the hollow Chronicles podcast is a Hollywood actor and stunt man, man of all trades. He's done a little bit of producing and directing as well. You may have seen him on Henry Danger, kids show, which my family really enjoys. Um, perhaps you may have recognized him as OJ Simpson in the movie Murder of Nicole Brown Simpson that recently came out. He's done some creature acting um, most recently in Puka Lives. But what really put Gene Freeman on our radar was that he was the stunt double for Carl Weathers in season one of The Mandalorian. Woo! Welcome to the show. Gene there he is. Apollo Creed second. Man, they called me Carl, Carl Jr. on set. It was Carl Jr. Carl, Carl Jr. I like it. I like oh, it. That's so cool. I like, this, I like uh, the burger, so it worked out. Well, welcome to the show, Gene. We really appreciate you taking a little time and uh, hanging out with us for a little bit, talk a little Star Wars, and yeah. uh, to get to know you a little bit here. Um, we are a Star Wars fan and uh, collector podcast. And so where I, what I, I would like to start with you is going back okay. um, as a kid, Gene. Okay. What was your first experience with Star Wars? What, what got you on the radar to the science fiction worlds? I, I would say the first thing was movies uh my parents played uh the the first star wars movie was epic i mean changed my life um and then for christmas they got me like this uh the millennium falcon and uh a bunch of the other characters i had like chewbacca and i could and then my, my mom was like doing voices with <laughs> and all that stuff and it was just really having a lot of fun with that and we just watching the movies and so then like she would like have us like take rooms and we were just playing around and doing little things and just enjoying stuff. So it was like really the movies and then just the toys from there. That's my first experience. So your mom was playing Chewbacca? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It was great. It was great. That's awesome. Like, oh yeah. Man. It sounds like you got an awesome mom. <laughs> Man. One of the best. One of the best. 
so you you grew up as a Star Wars fan, like um, uh, many of us that mm-hmm. you know that are podcasting and and uh, and are within earshot of this podcast, especially. Um, what uh, are what? What's your favorite? Um, what's your favorite Star Wars movie then? Oh, that's, mm, that's a tough one. <laughs> uh, uh, I would have to say Empire Strikes Back. Ooh. That would probably be no, no, no. I take that back. Return of the Jedi, because when he came back, he was so so badass. It was yeah, Return of the Jedi. That was yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I think I'm with you, Gene. I I was a Return of the Jedi. I think that's my favorite movie because it's the one I got to see in theaters when I remembered it. Mm. I'm a bit older than you are, Gene. I can only imagine what that would be like to watch like the older ones in the theater when they came out. I can only imagine. Here's what I remember: my brother, who was I think I was five or no, I was like seven or eight. My brother was like five. At the end of the movie, during the credits, you run down and we are fake sword fighting in front. Oh wow, of the this crowd. is like a cliffhanger in front of the crowd, man. Oh my! <laughs> just stop. Oh, I stopped. Right oh, at the moment. Dang it! I'm uh, still waiting. Here we go. I'm back. Yeah. Oh, I was like, right. and that's the end of the story. Okay. <laughs> no, we at the end of the movie during the credits, we ran down and we did fake sword fighting with you know imaginary swords. That's what that's I remember. Dope. That's not a that's good dope. story after that delay. So anyway. That's- it was I cried. I, I was, you had me on the edge of my seat. I was. I had to know what happened. Big fan of Return of the Jedi, though. Yeah. Josh and I are the same age, so we both remember Return of the Jedi in the theater, and so that mm. was that was kind of the first uh, our, our first movie going experience. You're kind of a, in the in the neutral zone, though. Like you were born after the trilogy. But not yeah, like super young for the prequels, right? Right? Yeah, right. right. It's weird. Uh, How'd you yeah, feel about you know, the prequels? Uh, I mean, you know what? It, I I get what they were doing with it. it you know, I, I like how Darth Vader was before I knew his backstory because it's like now you kind of feel sorry for them, <laughs> and I liked how you didn't have that. He was just that guy, and you're just like, oh man. But to go back in his story, eh, I did like the part though when. He, uh, Anakin was like, I killed everyone. <laughs> this one, this one, I was like, dang, like, Anakin, like, I killed the mother, the kids. Like, I was like, he killed the kids. He's like, I'm getting everybody. Anybody can get this saber work. Anybody. So I kind of like that part. Poor Tuscan So you like Raiders. the bad guys being bad? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, for the most part. You know, if, if you kind of reveal, you know, something like, you know, they give it like that that anti-hero whatever or like how Thanos was I loved his character like he believed what he was doing was right you know from beginning to end you know Killmonger same thing so the only thing about with Darth Vader kind of felt like you kind of gave us something that was like eh, that's that's how you went, he went that far with it and he, got, he became a puppet and then just started killing everybody and then you know, so it kind of took me out a little bit a little bit but yeah well so then fast forward into, uh, into high school, when did you start kind of thinking that maybe you were going to pursue a career that would take you down the acting or the entertaining roles? Hmm. That's a good question. Uh, you know what? It was, it was during the time my parents had the comic book store. Um, I knew 
that I just being around all that stuff. And then like, sometimes you're going to conventions, you know, you're going to these warehouses where they have all these comic books and artwork and you just get to see all these ideas. And that was like the first thing I was like, I'm going to draw, I'm going to draw for like Disney or something. And I remember like tracing all the time. Like I was tracing, there was an intro. It was like, I was always tracing them. I wasn't actually drawing them myself, but I just kept tracing them over and over again. So I had like a, a, a book full of tracings of Ninja Turtles. And I was like, I'm going to really go far with this. And then this guy, um, his name was Rodney. My mom had him doing some artwork for us at the store. And he was like, you're not drawing, you're tracing, you're, you're copying. He's like, take the moment to try it yourself see what you're capable of, like, look at it, but put your own spin on it. And I was like, okay, I'm right. I see a challenge. I'll, I'll see, you know? So I, I started drawing and I didn't realize anything about, cause you're a kid, you're not thinking about muscle memory and all that stuff. And I drew them so much that I could draw the shapes and like really get in there and like really draw them without actually tracing. That kind of like got me into it. Um, with with the artwork and then like in school I got um, nominated for most creative because I drew like Spawn uh, Tom McFarlane his character from Image Comics I drew a lot of that stuff Jim Lee uh, with X-Men and I was just drawing and then like my mom let me draw like the business card for the store so I drew Storm um, on you know it was like in it and they had like this neon sign that would be posted up so it was like I'm in these spaces where I'm like okay I'm really gonna get into this drawing thing and I was a shy kid though. So I didn't know how to, and I lived like in a predominantly white neighborhood. So like, I didn't get to interact in the way that I normally thought that I would. And so I like just being in that space of different, seeing different things culturally. And so like, I'm like, oh, this is cool to do. So like, I'm, I'm just drawing and I'm taking this in and like, but I'm not making friends. And I remember going to Chicago um, and, and do like a flag if I'm going too long. Um, no flags, no flags. You just keep talking, man. Awesome. So I'm in Chicago. It's it's a cold day. It was winter. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) So I'm in Chicago. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, I'm in Chicago, and you know how on the bus is systematically set up. Like all the cool kids are in the back, all the non-cool kids are in front, or they need assistance. That's just how it is. And then the ones in the middle or whatever. I was right next to the bus driver, so that just shows you how uncool I was. And, and how mean kids could be. <laughs> and I remember um, they were playing music at, the, at, the, at the, the, the Chicago Museum. And this song came on and it was like Shy, one of those R&B groups from the 90s. And I remember I hit the note. It was like a high note in the song. And I sing this all the time. And I'm like, because my mom was a singer. My, my brothers were singing but like the Jackson 5 minus one. So we're like always doing music and stuff. And I didn't think anything of it. But when I hit the note, everyone turned and looked at me like, who the hell, what, where'd that come from? And then so from that moment, I went from the front of the bus all the way to the back. <laughs> and so I became a cool kid instantly. And I was like, oh, this is great. I think, so I stopped drawing. I was like, I'm gonna start singing. I was like, I'm gonna just start singing. And that started, started getting into music. And then like my brother was singing. So then now we're doing shows at the school and people are like, oh my gosh, you're singing Boys and Men. And like the ladies is like, he's so awesome. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this all the time. Like, I'm, a, yeah, I'm in class and girls are sending me notes. Could you sing this song? So I'm singing like Babyface and all these other songs. And, 
And then I remember, um, you know, we going to New York and we went to like Studio 54 and then we're like, so it's like now like I'm getting traction in this realm. And then we like 2003, we released our first like mixtape uh, compilation CD from like some of the best people in our city. And we're like and just making music. Yeah. And, and it's like, and where, where can we find that Gene? Yeah. Um, that CD is non-existent because that was a, the CD era. There was no, there was no, you know. But I do have music on my SoundCloud, but it's like it's it's just me. But at that no, time, no, no, where's like, that? I want that. What's that? How do you find oh, that on SoundCloud? Uh, everything, everything is under Gene Freeman. All right, yeah, yeah. Under Gene Freeman. SoundCloud, yes. not, Gene not Freeman, Gene Freeman Jr. Yeah. yeah, not Gene Freeman Jr. You know, I had to add the Junior because SAG. Someone that there's someone in SAG who had Gene Freeman, and then my ex was like, well, why don't you just put a junior at the end? And I was like, well, why don't I just put a junior at the end? Because that's <laughs> yeah. just a great idea. And yeah, so it's, that's where that came from. So yeah, it's just <laughs> music, man. I just followed the trail, kept going, having fun. And and then we ended up getting ready to come to LA. And it was like four of us in a car, in two cars. And we traveled and we're like, you know, we just and we just kept going from there. We're selling our CDs on Hollywood Boulevard, and someone said, "You guys should go to Central Casting." And we're like, "What's Central Casting?" And then like we learned like that's background, and then so we sign up. And I remember it was called we called the call line, and they're like, "Yeah, we're looking for two AAs, and if you're willing to show yourself naked in the scene <laughs> it, it, to in, insinuate that you've been sodomized," and we're like, "Yeah, I'm not gonna do that." One. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm gonna hold off. You know, it's a little. That's a little too soon. It's a good career but, move. Yeah, it was like you go from music this way. Now you turn this way. I just didn't want to do that and have that you conversation. I asked. Yeah, I do it exactly because you do one, you got to do another one. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna want you to do another one. Oh, geez. So I, you know, that's you only nice. get one out of me. That's one and right. so for the end of your career. All right, exactly. You like that. Yeah. Nothing's left. I gotta go this way. I gotta. <laughs> got to get them to talk about me again. And, <laughs> and so through central casting, uh, that opened the door to a lot of cool stuff. Like they're really cool. Cause like they got me on die hard, uh, free die hard. And I almost got tap hardly on that. Um, I did. Han- I got to work on Hancock. I got to be at the Playboy mansion um, and doing the stand in work. I got to work on scandal being a stand in. So I was like, I got to be in places and learning the business and hearing the, the terminology. And I was just like, this is, I know I'm supposed to be here because like everything's just flowing. So it didn't matter whether I was singing, drawing, dancing, acting stunts, like it all just was entertainment to me. So, and that's why that's what got me in. So, okay. So I, I'm hearing that your family's a big influence on you. Yeah. Uh, they're a very creative bunch. It sounds like a fun household growing up. Not only are you in the comic books, mm-hmm. but you're singing, you're yeah. drawing, you're you're doing, you're you're performing. That's yep. that sounds like a uh, it sounds like a great way to to grow up and and yeah. just kind of foster that creativity within you. Yeah, um, that's that's cool, man. Um, so real quick favorite mm. superhero who's Gene's favorite superhero is, is it Deadpool I see the shirt I, I do like Deadpool I do like Deadpool uh, yeah, you know what uh, mm, that's a tough one okay uh, how do I do this who's my favorite it, it depends on the cause like anti-hero Venom and then I like Wolverine so you know uh, it's between those two those are my favorite okay. Those are my favorites. Okay. And then, um, so you, 
you're doing you're doing a, a lot of you know you're you're performing you're singing you're getting mm-hmm. you're dipping your toes in the acting world yeah. um when when does uh stunting become something that you pick up is that what we call it stunting uh, well, uh, you know that doesn't sound like the right word uh, <laughs> that's not that that's not like one of those old 2000 terms like if we're out here stunning if we're out here stunting yeah we're out here well, stunning you yeah yeah I, I, as soon as i said it i immediately <laughs> thought of uh cheerleaders throwing each other in the air and stuff like that so i know that's not what i was going for so <laughs> Um, um, when I got into stunts, um, stunt performance, I guess. Stunt performance, yes, you could say stunt performance. That's that's cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, thing works too. You know, I, I'm not that anal about it. Um, I think what got me into that um, was I was in my car, and uh, I was. It's, it's crazy how you always have that. I was in my car story. Like <laughs> me personally, I had I had no plans of being in my car. There's no point in my plan that I was like, you know, I'm going to be in my car for like nine months. That, that was never supposed to be the case. <laughs> I was not that guy. Like I was like, skip that out. I'll work. I'll sell CDs. I mean, I'll strip for the elderly on the weekends, but me sleeping in my car is not going to be a thing. Um, but I was in my car oddly enough for about, about eight or nine months. Wow. And yeah, that's in um, LA, in LA, in LA. Yes. Yeah. As an adult, that was, <laughs> that was, that was, that was a tough one. But, um, it was during that time, um, for me where I got my first opportunity really to be on a show. I got, I got the double for Method Man. Um, and shout out to Billy Washington for that because he saw something in me and gave me an opportunity when, you know, he didn't have to. Um, but I will also give credit to my buddy, uh, Josh Tessier. Um, he had me come out and, you know, it, cause he knew my brother, uh, Chris J and he was like, Hey man, you know, you're cool. I like your energy. You know, we, if you're not, you're not old a gun. Okay. Get shot, fall back. And I was like, okay. And, you know, I had a couple improv lines. Um, and you know, I just took the reaction. And then from there, um, I started hearing things on Facebook about where to train. And my thing is, I don't want to suck. <laughs> my, uh, my brother, he, um, he, start, he knew a lot of people from the stunt community ahead of time. Cause while I was in like Atlanta and in Watts, he was, he was still in Hollywood. He was still like in like the Hollywood area. And so he was able to train like at Bob Yorkies. He was able to uh, go to uh, gymnastic Olympica and learn these and, and start learning a lot of the stuff. We lost one. Oh my gosh. I'm still here. Gene, keep going, man. Oh, okay. All right. And, um, and so because of that, you know, just being in that space, I, I was able to pick up a lot of cool stuff uh, and make friends and, and, and from there, like just really start picking people's brains on stuff. And I was like, well, I know the action that I want to do. And I've been on enough sets to hear people talk about like actors who don't know how to do something because they know, they know their part. They know how to do the, the delivering to make you believe, but sometimes they don't have the physicality because they just don't study for it or they don't ever have enough time. You know, a lot of times production want to save money, but they don't want to put the money in the pre- in the prep. And that's where a lot of it should be is in the prep. So I was like, well, you know what? Let me go ahead and be ahead of the game and start learning this because I know this is going to translate later to that. And so I just want to be that much fluid in, in, in learning how to react, learn how to 
how to, you know, whether it's shooting guns, whether it's learning how to fall, save yourself, you know, be able to do something more than 30 times, you know, like on the bigger budget films, like you might do it as many times as it takes, you know, and, you, and if you don't have that built up in you, you know, it's going to it's really suck for you down the road because no one's going to tell you to your face you know, you sucked. <laughs> They're just going to be like, right. you know what? <laughs> you just don't get that call back, <laughs> yeah. you know? So, and another thing I liked about the stunt aspect was there was no stunt man for the stunt man. Um, you, you, you had to have those skills. You had to have that mindset coming in for the job and the pressure is different. And I was like, I really want to be familiar with this pressure. You know, it's like being on stage and I, and I equated it to that. Like, you know, you want to go on stage, you want to hit your marks, you want to engage with the crowd. You want to be able to do your thing without thinking about it. And so that's what made me really start, you know, taking the time out, learning those things, learning the dance. Cause it's not, it's not like a real fight. It's literally learning how to dance. And then, you know, so from there, that just really kind of got me into it. So there's, there's definitely some choreography going on. Oh yeah. It's, 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 there's no surprises. Like it, like you might train and then some things might be on the fly, but for the most part, you know, it's like when you go in, if you've had the prep, like a, a perfect example, like the guys at 8711, they are, uh, Chas and David Lee's, they have like the best format, which is you spend six months with your actor prep them up, build them up and learn what they're good at and then have them excel in that. So they're that much better on camera. And then it was like, that just makes you eat. You love the performance that much more. You're, you're engaged, you're focused, you know, you, you're not thinking about it. And it's like, it's no surprises except for the surprise of if a person says, okay, we, we did that sequence. Now we're going to do like sequence three here and we're going to add this slash here and we're going to do this, but you've already done it so you can work it, you know? And, and that's just, that's just, I took that ideology and took it to heart and apply it to everything else. So, so interesting. Yeah. yeah it's great. It's a lot it's, of it's, work it's a, too. Right. So, so, it, so you just said something that was really interesting. Six months with your actor. What, what do you, what do you mean by that? Okay. So like, uh, if you ever like check out like Chad Stahowski, he talks about um, a lot of stuff on some of the, some of the recent podcasts. Um, and he's he's the one of the directors for like the John Wicks and stuff. And he doubled for Keanu on The Matrix. Okay. And he talks about like when they did The Matrix, they had like a year up to a certain level, and then like anything that's too dangerous or whatever, you could then you know obviously put your 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 stunt your stunt double in or whatever. But you're, they'll have enough knowledge and confidence when they're on a set you know, to go do these things. And, you know, it's not, they're not thinking about it. You know, if you watch Chris Hemsworth in the latest uh, extraction, you know, you could tell what the moves they drilled. Like you saw the previews of what, you know, the, the stunt performers come up with and then they work it with the actor. So it's like, you take, you know, let's say what, what, if you guys look athletic, what, what, uh, Josh, what's something you do athletic? Like you box, do you, you, uh, yeah, I did football. I do softball. I do golf. I mean, that's, okay. you know, okay. 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 So football. So what I would do is build off of that. So you obviously know how to take a hit. So you know how to move, you know, about lateral movements, you know about this. So I would customize a lot of our workouts and then training the way I would make it. So you would understand and get you used to doing certain things like, okay, we don't necessarily have to tackle the person, but you could do this, um, or working on hooks, working on swings and learning about angles. So you feel comfortable. So you're not hesitant, you know, to mm. do whatever it is required of you, 
you know, and, and, you know, like hands, like some people, like they've never been in a fight, you know, but so how do you do, how do you, how do you convey that on camera? Cause what you think you're doing in your mind and then what the camera sees might be totally two different things. <laughs> yeah. You might think you're, you know, you're, you're Jackie Chan or Jet Li <laughs> and you're not, you're like, you know, Smeagol or somebody. And you're like, no man, that, that, that wasn't it. So you have to get used to knowing what your angles are, you know, and then not just angles, but understanding like the story behind what you're doing. Like, why is your character doing this? So if, you know, John Wick is a good example. What did they focus on? Judo, uh, firearm training, uh, uh, jiu you know, it, it, plus he had an accident. So it's like, well, he can't do a lot of kicking because he's at a certain age and it just looked way better on camera. So what did they focus on? It gave him some strengths. So like, okay, so we're going to give you six months of gun training. You're going to learn training. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. So we like embed these things in you. And then the more you progress, and we can, and then as a person training, they can see that it's like, okay, you know what? He, he's got, he, Josh is a football guy. So I know he can do this. He, he has no problem tackling a guy. He has no problem. You know, Andy, who, what, what about you? What's, what's up? Some he's a hoop guy? master. Hoop master. Okay. So are we talking about basketball? Yep. Yeah. Hey, okay. So, you know what? So then I, I, we're going to focus on a shot. We're going to make sure this, we're going to incorporate this in his movements, you know, so we're going to build on your strengths. The That's interesting. You feel comfortable with. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know, there's a, what about there's thumb a lot wars? of actors. Thumb wars. If, uh, if hey, you know what? Hey, man, we got to work. The, we got to work. Two, three, four. One, two, three, four. I declare. Hey, it's a. You know what? We got to make it work. <laughs> there's there's a lot of actors that think they can shoot a basketball that look like man, and like they, they never shot a basketball. It, yeah, it, exactly. And, and because and because you shoot basketball, you're able to look at that person like they don't shoot basketball. <laughs> they, they don't, they, they've never played basketball. <laughs> I think this is like a, a perfect segue into the Mandalorian here because, sure. you know, all the things that you're talking about are like super interesting. And, I, and I'm sure at, at, at different points, you've had to do your own trainings and versions of those things too, because mm-hmm. that's what you do. Yeah. So how do you, first of all, how do you get pegged to uh, work with Carl Weathers or, or be in the Mandalorian? And mm-hmm. then what do you do? to train to be Carl Weathers because he's a guy that's, he's you know, Apollo a Creed, man. He's, he's Apollo yeah, Creed. Yeah. He's <laughs> Apollo is. Creed, but, but he's a guy that's, he's a, you know, he's a, he's a bit older than you. So he, mm-hmm. his movements aren't going to be like a 20 year old, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, you know, I, as far as like build wise, are you guys of a similar build? I would yes. have to yeah. think so. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. Talk about that. I, I'm, I feel like I keep asking questions, but go ahead. Oh, talk. No, no, that's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, so how did I, put, how did I prepare to be uh, his double? And, and well, how, did, how I did, did you get the job? Like, like how did Ryan you Watson, about it? How did Ryan, Ryan Watson, Ryan Watson okay. was the uh, coordinator on that one. He brought me in. Thank them. I, I, I need to send him a bottle. <laughs> man, that, that was, that was such a rush. Um, and I was so grateful because that literally that call came out of nowhere. <laughs> I didn't, like when he called, it was, he, he, no, he texted me and I was like, uh, Hey man, how's it going? Cause I've known him like from a project that I helped him with. It was called, um, zombies versus transgenders or something like that. And they needed a guy I brought, I was brought in for camera work to be AC. Thanks to Wayne, Doug, Wayne Douglas. And, then they were, and then there was like a spot where they needed a guy to play a bouncer, and um, they were like, "Hey, do you mind doing it?" And I was like, "What do I got to do?" And he's like, "Oh, you know, just 
everybody going to look at IDs and throw somebody. I was like, I can do that. And so I did that. Um, and like three years later or something like that, give or take, he hits me up and he's like, Hey man, I was editing the film and I, and I needed a double for Carl Weathers. Um, would you mind working on this film? And I was like, yeah, or on this project. And I was like, sure. And then he was like, he sent like, in the text, he said something, 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 Star Wars. And I was like, some, some, some. That kid was like, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, wait, what? wait, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm not, I'm a professional, but I'm about to geek out. And I was like, okay, I just want to make sure I understand what you're asking me here. Uh, normally, because normally you don't do that. Normally you're like, oh, okay, great. Keep moving. Not with Star Wars. Mm-mm. You have to ask the question. When you say Star Wars, what are we referring to? And sure enough, he was like, yeah, man, it's, it's, uh, they're doing a TV show and we'd like to, you know, bring you in and, you know, you're, you're going to do a couple of things. And I was like, great. And I said, I'm sold. Yeah. I mean, star, I didn't even know the rest <laughs> I'm, I'm in and the rest was history in that regard. Um, as for, uh, being his double and the stuff they needed to me to do, that was already, that was already, um, something I was already training. Uh, and that's the thing, like with, with when it comes to uh, the side of stunts, they're all the, the ones who are really, really great. The ones who are like, you know, always working, doing like show runs. Um, perfect example, like Latif Crowder, he's always training. He's always training his martial arts. He's always training his, you know, his, his workouts. He's always like, he's like, you have to already be ready. It's none of that, like, okay, I'm going to go get ready. It's like, either you have it or you don't. And um, when they when they wanted me to do was this guy, guys got put on a ratchet. Shout out to Joe Perez, man. He's an amazing rigger. Every time I see him on a set, I'm going to yank me out of this spaceship. Okay? Um, I've never been yanked out of it. I've never been. Uh, I've never been yanked out of a spaceship before. I've never, <laughs> I can honestly say that's never that's hey, the first for me. Me neither. You know, um, air rams and things that that you'll get a sense of how it is on set, and you know, you just and you're constantly drilling those things. Uh, shout out to my buddy uh, Joe or, uh, Joe Ordez because he's a really big guy. He works on like Mayans, and he's a he's an actor when he started out with stunts and he's a, he's an amazing performer. Like he can do things in the air, and he's like bigger than me. He's like six three bald head big guy but he can he knows his he knows his body and that's the biggest thing is you know when you're doing these learning these gags is training your body to be prepared because when you're on set you already got cameras everywhere you got people saying stuff you know and then especially when you're going to set like that to first of all to walk on that set I thought I was walked on like you ever seen Armageddon guys? Anyone seen Armageddon? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. So, so you know, the scene where they're like looking and they had those satellites and they would see everything. That's what it felt like seeing all that. And then you see these pe- big panels, you see the, 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 the panels change. It's like green screen, but like on acid times 20. <laughs> and I'm just like, whoa. And then like, and then there's like a spit in the cockpit and you're seeing the space. You're just like, Whoa! And then you forget that you have a, you're 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 working a job because every time you're like whoa whoa and like I mean the detail I mean I got I'll, I'll touch on it in a minute but just to be in all that and then they're like okay now we're going to get ready for your part and so you got to mimic what he's doing so I'm talking to Carl and getting a feel for him because again I'm, I'm trying to mimic what he's doing because I need to match. 
you know, I don't want to, and I'm not trying to outshow them. I'm not, I'm not there as an actor in the sense of this way to come down for you. You know, what are you doing? And I'm looking on the camera like, and then that's also school for me because as an actor, I get to watch his performance. And I'm like, yeah, oh my gosh, that's amazing. And you hear his voice. He says these things and you're just like, okay, oh, okay. And now I'm supposed to do this. And so we did a test on the side to see how it's going to land. And they're like, okay, so when the ratchet takes you, don't fight it. It's going to take you. There's nothing you can do. I get yanked out that thing 30 feet back. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like going like this. And I hit the mat, hit the mark, got it. I've never known that the human body has parts that can construct, can contract. <laughs> like my butt did this thing. It's tighter than it's ever been. I didn't even know the butt could get that. T- I mean, I could have probably created a diamond, how tight my butt was. I mean, I was like, and I had to play it off. Like, okay. And I'm, one more. Okay. You want my, me butt's to fine. my butt's fine. Yeah, no, 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 it's all good. I'm it's not, a stunt I'm not gonna, butt. Don't worry about it. It's a stunt it. butt. No farting for like a month. <laughs> nothing, nothing's coming out. No secrets. It was, you know, and to to have be in that space and to have like people around you, like the team, like you have to really trust the team because they're trusting you to do your job. And so like there's that unspoken word, like I got you, you, you do you, do whatever you got to do. If you don't feel it, if you need a question, if you got to say something, whatever you got to do, say something now, you know? And I thought that was so great to have that, you know, that love and that, that, that camaraderie trying to do it. I was ready to go. Like, I was like, okay, boom, my butt's tight, but I can do it one more again. Like, what are we going to do? And, you know, and I got to do that. Yeah. It was, uh, that's yeah. So that first gag. Yeah. So actually, so another many, thing. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, another thing that I just remember about that gag, because when they took me and cause you don't, you can't, feel exactly where it's going. You just get yanked back. I remember on my bed, <laughs> I came in and I dove because I saw my buddy, uh, Chris, and he did this move because he's like an, ama- an amazing gymnast. And and he did this move where he jumps in the air and he land and he spins and he rotates. And I was like, I wonder if I can do that. And, and so I ran, on my, ran toward my bed, jumped, spun, and did this thing and it felt very similar to what I needed to do on the Mandalorian. So all that preparation that you do outside, it's like outside of the gym. So when it's time to go, I just able to go. Like there's no time to like figure it out on the job. That's so, so cool. That's cool. So that, what part was that when you got ripped out of the ship? What, what part of the Carl? Uh, yeah, I think Mando, uh, I think, uh, this is like after Mando has taken the baby and he's did this big shootout. Yeah. And, with all the, okay. With all the other Mandalorians, right? Yeah. Yep. And, yep. And, and Griff is like, you know, he's like, you, you broke the code. Duh, 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 duh. Right. And then he turns around and, and the smoke goes and then they, and I get shot back. And that did was, you hear that? Was, Those are real <laughs> sound effects from a stunt man from the set of the Mandalorian right there. Yeah. That, that used to get on, I used to get in a lot of fights growing up and <laughs> they would be like, did he just make a sound effect? I used to throw people off. Like, Cause I literally, <laughs> I would literally do that in a fight. So it was like, Destin. That's so perfect. How much did you get to shoot um, your scenes on that, on that big panoramic screen? Oh man. Were, were you in, were you a part of that at all? Or were, uh, or were you like on set? other places oh no like i mean they literally that the no there was 
No, there was a couple other sets. Um, but we spent a lot of time on that one. Um, I got to, because they needed like an insert. So I got to pick up Baby Yoda. I got oh my gosh. Tell me about yes. that. Hey. Tell me about yes. that doll. Yes. For all the haters, yes, you can hate me. There's definitely. no haters. There's no haters. <laughs> there's, no there's, haters. Got, there's definitely somebody. I wish I could have grabbed Baby Yoda. Because you know if you well, like, that, that would be a hater. Baby Yoda. Yeah, there's those. <laughs> yes, it's okay. Live through me. This is the moment. Here it is. <laughs> I want to hear it. Go. Uh, so, Legacy Effects. Oh. I have a buddy there. They are amazing at what they, I mean, the detail, the craft. I got to see them craft Iron Man, like they, like the actual suit. There's no way I could have fit in that thing. Um, some of the dinosaurs, like, I mean, just the animatronics, the the, the, the details to the hairs. I mean, they, they you can tell they just love what they do. Like there's some places you can just go and, you know, like they love this. I grab, I hold this, I hold little baby Yoda. I don't even want to, it felt so real, so heavy. And I knew this thing was like super expensive. And I felt the pressure. The puppeteers are like, don't pick them up too fast. The director's like, I want you to pick them up fast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to listen to the director because they hired me and you guys. So, yeah, is this okay? It was so cool. The little, I mean, the eyes, the the details. I mean, the ears could move, the mouth opened. I mean, it was just a magical experience. Like you forget that this isn't real, but to me, it was. Oh my God, you're so we, lucky, Gene. We had a moment. Come on, these hands did this. We're we're talking to the right oh, guy, here, Josh. Gene. I know, I'm jealous. So come it's, on. See, it's okay. It, Man, I did it for everybody. I'm I was a like, hater this now. Is- I'm a <laughs> hater. <laughs> I knew it. It's okay. It's okay. I hated. I hated myself. I was hating myself. I was hating. My- I had an outer hater experience. Oh, it was so cool. So, it was so cool. So do you? So when you're on set, do you? Is there like a? Um, I would imagine, I have no idea, but I would imagine that there's like a stunt director that you work with directly. And then he probably works with whatever, whoever the director for the episode is or Favreau mm. or, um, or are you working with, uh, the, the lead director all the time? Like what's, huh. how, how are you getting your orders from? Okay. So, so they have the director, they'll have, uh, you'll have your, um, uh, you have your director, you have your AD, um, you know, all those other other setups. But it's the stunt coordinator. If it's a stunt, you have a stunt coordinator. If it's a if there's a fight, you have your fight coordinator. Your stunt coordinator tends to set up the gags of what's going to happen. That's like you said, being ripped out of the airplane. Um, if there's going to be explosions, um, if you're going to fall in certain, you know, if you're going to fall off a building, those are like the bigger, those are, that's for your stunt coordinator. If there's a fight, you know, like hand to hand combat or the kicks, like when you see Mando kicking a lot of ass and fighting like a whole bunch of people at one time, that's the fight coordinator. So, and they, and they tend to work hand in hand sometimes. Um, okay. Ryan, Ryan Watson and uh, Sam, um, I cannot remember his last name, um, and I'm so mad because he is so cool, so down to earth. Um, those those are the guys that uh, were in my ears. Uh, Ryan Ryan mainly for because it was stunt, I mainly got to do more on the stunt side. Um, 
when it came to the Mandalorian. So it wasn't a lot of fights for me. I wanted to fight. I, I so wanted to fight. He's like, man, you're good, man. You're good. You know, you're doing your thing, man. I really appreciate it. I was like, oh, you know, if you ever need me for fights, I'm ready to fight, sir. And so, yeah, I just got to do the stunts. And um, so you only you only did parts with Carl. You didn't you weren't like an alien in another scene or anything. like that? Uh, no. Um, um, there, but I did get my time. I'll just say that, but it wasn't oh. on. It wasn't. wasn't on. It wasn't on this one. Oh. But I definitely. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. Um, um, definitely got my time. And Gene uh, Freeman gets his time. That's what we need. For those uh, listening, um, because we want Gene to keep his job and to keep working, we're not going to ask him anything about season two. Uh, you Sorry, know, so guys. We're gonna, we're now gonna I'm a double it, hater. Double hater. We're going to keep it pro. Uh, <laughs> but that's just because we want to have him back on and yes, so we can yes. talk about it again. Yep. So Yes, uh, yes. Uh, Gene, official uh, put- friend of the show. Yes. I'm tagging him. I just touched there my screen. Go. That does there, nothing. I, I felt that. I felt that. Yeah, you right feel there. it? There it is. I felt the heat. He's using the More fork. sound effects. More <laughs> See? <laughs> sound effects with Gene go a long ways. It does. It does. Ladies love it. Ladies love it. Uh, <laughs> they don't. Hey, leave. by they the don't. way, <laughs> boys and men didn't work for me like that. I don't know, what, I don't know what's going on. You, you got to use do it at karaoke. That's, yeah. I, remember, I remember singing at karaoke, and the dude was like, hey, man. Hey, just bring me on stage next time when you're singing. Because the lady is like, oh, my gosh. And somebody actually like some draws. Like, is it like Motown Philly or are we bringing it down with? No, no, it's, it's got to be like, I make it's love to you. to say goodbye Gene, to yesterday. Gene, hit a note I, for me. Hit a note. Hit a note. Oh, uh, hit a note. Here we go. All right. Come on, man. Here we go. I'm going to I'm gonna do, I'm go. gonna do, I'm gonna do like Babyface. When can my heart beat again? Uh, love this song. When does the pain ever end? When do the tears start from running over? When does your get over begin? I can't get my underwear off. Hold on. Yeah, it's all right. Take your time. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Take your time. Hey, everyone, we had a court. We're in quarantine. You got Woo, time. That a boy. That's awesome. There you go. There you go. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, there you go, man. That's awesome, man. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got the chops to back it up. Look, this guy's good looking. He's works in Hollywood. Thank you. Thank, he's you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That, Triple hater. Triple hater. I can. Lish, I can. I can. I can. <laughs> I got, it's, it's a testament to all the awesome people that I know because nice. so many people took the time out to, you know, show me some things. They are crazy enough to see something in me. I mean, even you guys, the fact that you guys said, hey, I want to take some time out of my day just to chop it up with you. So, I mean, that's just a testament how blessed my life is, man. So, so awesome. Yeah. Well, we we think this is pretty dang cool. This is like this. This puts us, you know, through your eyes. This puts us on set. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you. That's so, all. Yeah. It, and this is like this is like, you know, for Josh and I, this is a. A fantasy like man what would it yeah. be like to be on set you know it's like yeah. well we get to talk to gene who's yes. been on set hey. who hey. talks with these people and yeah. he gets to work with them and that's yeah. pretty stinking awesome and it i will was. say uh episodes you could see gene if you look and you pay attention to the grief cargo scenes you can see genes in episode one three seven and eight 
Um, and as I was telling you, Gene, those are probably my four favorite shows. Of the- <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it, hey, it's not a coincidence. It's not a coincidence. No, it's Tom, not. It's right destined. guy here. It's tell destined. me, can I, I want to ask what, can, tell me about Mr. Weathers, because I happened to meet him at a con Okay. That guy was so cool. He was my favorite. He was my favorite meetup because for one, I'm walking up because I, I, I watched, I grew up on obviously Star Wars, but then His it was, meetup and uh, he's, 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 gosh, dang it. Am I breaking up? I'm sorry. Oh, not now. No, that was, all right. clear, that was all clear. I heard, I heard all of that. All right. So I grew up on Star Wars, but obviously I grew up on Rocky, Apollo Creed. I've said that already, but yep. Predator. I mean, all the, all the amazing eighties films that that guy was in, he was, and then I, so I was starstruck. I had seen a couple other stars, but when I walked up on Carl and I've never been starstruck before, meaning like, Oh, Mm -hmm. check it out. That's so-and-so I I feel fine. But when I walked up, I kind of like, like cotton mouth a little bit locked up. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) And he looked, he looked down at my buddy's, uh, younger son walked up and he was just like, Hey little man, how's it going? And he like talked to him. And it was just a total icebreaker. So everyone yeah. relaxed. He's like, you enjoying the show? And and he was so cool for that yeah, for that is. one minute I had with him. And so, yeah. and he did just was like, look, we know these guys go into cons and hope, hopefully you get to go to some cons and have some fun with fans. Yeah, but um, but uh, these guys, you know, it, it can be grueling, but he did not make it feel like we were in, an, you know, a burden. Annoying. His, yeah. You know, so yeah. How, how cool was that guy? I mean, I mean, there's cool and then there's ice cold. I mean, he's just the coolest of the cool. He's such a great guy. I mean, when I first, you know, I introduced myself and he's like, you know, he's like, hey, how's it going? You know, like, hey, you know, I was like, it got to a point where we were both dressed. We were both in the same outfit. <laughs> and I'm just looking. I'm like, in his forearm. His forearm is way bigger. His, for, his forearm is huge. No, he is was, jacked. He's still his, jacked, man. Oh, my oh gosh. Oh, my gosh. Man, it's, it's, I was like, okay, Carl, I'm going to the gym. Okay. <laughs> he's like, he's, he's like, you're funny. He's like, I was like, no, I'm serious. You can't have bigger forearms. And, you know, and we can't be talking. a stunt single, man. You have to be a stunt yeah. double, all right? You yeah, be- I gotta be. A, yeah, <laughs> I gotta put both of these together and figure it out. And you know, but he was so cool, man. He it's like we talked, and he didn't. It was no resistance, like you said. It was like the coolest conversation. You know, I've worked on a lot of films where sometimes the the the, the actor you're not really. It's not like they're being a jerk or anything. You just don't necessarily. Maybe they're on a different space. Maybe they're doing the lines, whatever. And, you know, just so that vibe just isn't there. But when you have it, it's like you recognize it. And I totally recognize those moments because we're talking, I mean, we're talking about, um, you know, stunts at first. And he was just like, um, you know, he asked me about this. And we were talking about James Bond, uh, the, the Casino Royale thing, when he's like, you know, because he's like, when you go down the stairs, man, you could tell that person went down the stairs and that, that hurt. That, that hurt. And I was just like, yeah, I don't do stair falls. And he was like, <laughs> He's like, oh, he's like, and then he said something about car hits. I was like, you know, I've never been hit by a car hit. And then, <laughs> and then he, was, he was like, you don't get called much, do you? I was like, actually, I do. I do. I just don't get called for that because I don't do that. <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm very honest. And, you know, you're not going to be like, yeah, I can take a stair fall. I've gotten a call. I told him, I, I told him, I was like, I got called for a stair fall once. It's for Logan. And I was just like, I've never done that. And I was like, I'd rather be honest with you. You know, as opposed to I say, yeah. And then they show me the steps and then I that fall and they're like, you got to do it again and again. 
And again, and I was like, no, I, I've never done it. I've never done it. And so we talked about that. We talked about kombucha and how it's good for your stomach and the probiotics. I mean, you know, we're talking, and I said, you know what, Carl? I was like, I have to say this, man. I was like, you've had some of the most iconic deaths in in, in movie history. Oh, yeah. Man. I was like, and I was like, that. He's like, I'm gonna die. He was like, I'm done dying. I ain't dying no more. I'm tired of shit. I was like, oh, I was like, I was like, I was like, between that and the fights I got in school, I was like, I want to thank you because your movie Action Jackson, when you would yeah. say, now you didn't piss me off, I would use that in the fight, and I start winning. So I was like, I thank you for that, and you just start laughing, and you know, with a lot of sound effects. So I mean, you know, I did. I was like, I was like, now you pissed me off. I was like, now you pissed me off. He's just like, he's like, really good at that. I was like, thank you. <laughs> you know, we talked about him in directing. I didn't know he's a director. And, you know, we talked about him in directing. We talked about films. Cause like, again, I'm a student of acting. I was like, so what do you, you know, what are you listening to? Or, you know, what are you vibing with? And, and I was like, hey, I heard you, how's the training going? I was like, cause you're still looking like you can still mm-hmm. box and throw. And he was like, yeah, you know, it's like a train and this, that, and third. And he's like, but you know, he's just, he's just such a humble guy. He always answered a question. You know, um, he always and he always posed questions on set. I always thought that was interesting. You know, he's like, I would do this and I wouldn't do that. And I was like, it was really cool to see why he made certain choices. And he was so special about what I brought to the table. You know, it didn't feel like I was just like a piece of moving, moving furniture. Didn't feel like that part of, you know, the process. And, you know, it was really like watching him and listening to him because he has a very commanding voice. And it's like you can hear him. From, I was all the way at Crafty, and I could hear his voice delivering his lines. I was like, I was like, when you go into that, I was like, what was your mindset like? How do you project? And we talked about projection. We talked about him directing and acting because I was like, you know, I've directed and acted, and I was like, but it's so hard. He's like, no, it's not. And I was like, you know what? It's not. I was like, you're right. He's forced right on me right then. I was like, you're not. It's not hard. What am I talking about? You know what? You're right. He's like, <laughs> you know, but he was, you know, he's just like, I have that attitude of, I can do it. You know. It's, it's, you know, I could see his mentality, his wheels working and turning. And, and then he had no problem saying, hey, let him, let him do it. You know, it, it's okay. Like, it wasn't even like ego. It it's, was like, you know. He's an impressive dude because like you said, a lot of times when you meet actors, obviously to be an actor, and you know this better than I do, you have to be able to put yourself in a different place. And sometimes sure. that place doesn't have to do with who you are. But when you right. met Carl that sense of kind of like, I don't know, just a command, but not a you know negative one or a powerful right. one, but just like right. he was so cool is the only way I can he ask. Was. He's just yeah. so cool and he's sitting there and I know he's working a con. He's making a few bucks, but that's got to be a blast, by the way, to be able to be incorporated into the Star Wars con universe. I mean, and get your ass out there, Gene. You should be. I'll, co- I'll hey. come get your freaking autograph anytime. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate way, it. It's how much it costs to be in our pod. So uh, we're going to charge you. Guys, <laughs> it, it, it balances out. It balances out. No, it's so all about balance. Is so what's there, a, is there any plan? Is there any plan to uh, do that? I mean, is that you know what? radar for you? Um, you know, after speaking with Dominic, you know, because, I mean, I, I got to meet him on Henry Danger. And um, or Danger Force, and uh, and I just saw like how he took a moment for himself, and was able to just you know ha- launch, go. It. launch it. Yeah, like, like he really launched it. And I've had a couple other friends that worked on like films, and you know they did their thing, but it was their moment, and that moment was more than enough. So I don't see why I wouldn't be a part of that. You know, at some point, you know. 
whether now or in the in the near future. But I definitely see me being the person that's like at cons and you know having like I said having those cool moments talking yeah, to kids, yeah, yeah, yeah. talking to people for sure. You're so personable. I think that you would Thank you. you would take to it. Yeah. Like, Thank you. like fans would really adore fans of the genre and then fans that really dig mm-hmm. and, and by dig, you know, to get down to who's the stunt coordinator, who's the stunt guy, you know, backing up. I mean, oh, I think you'd love it, Gene. I think, I think yeah. you need to be there to be honest. With you. I, 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 thank you. I will. I will. So I'm, we'll be I'm there. Highlighting. I'll pay there, for my, yeah. I'll pay for my second autograph. Yeah, yeah, we go. There we go. Cause first was on the house. There's you guys are not, maybe I'll sit in the corner. Dirty dance. No, no. Come right. on. I got it. Maybe don't sit in the corner. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Not, not with me. Josh and Andy are good. <laughs> so I, I want to ask one more question. I don't know. Yeah, Andy, cool. I actually, I don't know. We don't have a timeline on this. So when you, because you did cut out a little bit on the set stuff, which is okay. I just want to go back. When you sure. first walked on to the star a star wars set and you were talking about looking up at the big screens how about were you ever in like some of the tatooine you know like uh uh you know home village kind of area villages for lack of a better word right um there were the yeah the part where they do like this the, where they're the where shootout they yeah the yeah shootout. yeah yeah that was a different that was a different stage um and that was that was dope that was that was really cool to see like the setup, like, again, it's just, I mean, hats off to those people. They really created that. Well, I mean, you, when you got off of the, you might ride on a bus, but when you got off the bus, you felt like you were in the world. Like, was that at universal? Was, Where was it? Uh, no, that was, that was somewhere. Oh, that was, I, all I know that I can think of right now is cause avatar was being filmed certain parts in, in a similar studio. So I, I think I want to say like Manhattan beach studios, I think. Oh, okay. Say, All right. Yeah. For our, yeah. Out there. I had just gone to universal and they had, they had the, the whole, uh, like two years ago, they held the whole Western area quarantined mm-hmm. off and they're like, there's a real big thing going on here and we can't tell you. Mm-hmm. So I always thought maybe that was Mando when it came. Uh, so uh, I, I, I'm just checking. This is my own thing. Let's move on. I was wrong. I was wrong. Hey, I mean, you never know until you ask. So. <laughs> All right. I got, I got a question for you here. Um, if you're, you're at craft services, there's, uh, there's one, uh, there's one bagel left and you're standing there staring at it. And so is Gina Carano. Who's getting that bagel? Oh, Oh, ah, well, okay. Well, if it's just out of the niceness of my heart, no, no, bitch. No. <laughs> oh, no, there's no niceness. Oh, no, no niceness. No, 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 no gentleman gene here. Oh, no gentleman. Gene. We're going for, you know what? She's a bounty hunter, man. She is. She is. She's going to get it. She's going to get it. She's, gonna get it. <laughs> Damn she's not going to, she's not, not, not going to get it easily. But she'll get it. She, she might get like one bite and be like, I can't feel the rest of my arms. Like, but she'll definitely, she'll get the taste of a victory. Okay. She'll get the taste of victory. All right. Awesome. Fair enough. And then I'm going to get the rest. Fair enough. <laughs> I was, I was super impressed with uh, her on the, um, watching the, um, the behind the scenes mm-hmm. episodes and, and how she did, uh, most, if not all of her own stunts, is that, am I right in saying that? Because uh, you know, that's a good question. You know what? Yo, if I think, I think, I think, and that's another thing too, I find interesting when 
anytime like there's a physicality like with fighting we instantly automatically call it, put it in the stunt category like it's something totally different um so yeah with her i think because i got to work with her in a different capacity i didn't get to see all the fight stuff but like the, the part where the baby does the, the thing i don't want to ruin it for everyone but you know uh with it's all dark and they these things are attacking and yeah, yeah. you know so there are some parts where i got to you know um step in and, and, and be in spaces while they needed Carl to do other stuff. And so I got to spend some time with her and she was so cool. And, you know, I got to have this moment where I had my hand like on her thigh or something. And it's a good moment. And, like, That's a good that, moment. Man. That was a very good professional moment. And I just, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, and then she just put it right there. It's like, and I was like, um, Okay, it was not. I'm glad this is before the just quarantine. Start, just kicked into boys to men, like oh, yeah. Man, I, 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 just a man and a dog. So I, I respect all relationships. Not that guy. He was just super cool. And I remember one time she brought beef jerky, and it was like. And she left, and by mistake, she left the the, the price on the beef jerky because she was like people eat. And I was like, damn, she spent that much on. Beef. <laughs> you know, she bought a bean bean bag thing for somebody, and you know, and I was just like, damn, she's so cool, and she can kill you with one like she puts you in a rear naked and puts you to sleep right there. I don't know, so man. Cool. I was smitten in Deadpool. She, when I saw, oh, I was oh like, she was just. Go- I was just like, she I was, don't know. She I was. was smitten, man. I was, was holy cow. She, oh, and the camera loves her. Oh, the cam- yeah. There was a shot that she was doing, and I got to see in video. Of, oh, my gosh. I was like, oh, wow, the camera loves her. And I could hear John Favreau say, the camera loves her. Like, it was just, <laughs> it was a loving moment. Like, we all could see. I was like, they're going to make figurines after her. Like, that, 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 you're damn right. Way- yeah, she's she's so awesome. She's badass. Like, how's Favreau? Did you ever talk with Favreau? I know you. Yeah, I know you don't necessarily need to because you have a stunt coordinator. But I mean, did, did you ever oh. cross paths or? Yeah, I did. Uh, again, you know, that's the beauty of being. You know, whether you're an actor or a stunt performer. Again, once you're in front of that camera, just like Stat, uh, Chad Stahowski, Chad Stahowski said it best, we're all we're all acting. Yeah, and you know, there was notes he gave. You know, it was like he wanted, you know, he, and he, when he was talking, because he was talking to everybody. He's like, this is the Western moment. This is like when you have this and he's, he's doing his thing. And I remember, you know, I'm getting my gear ready. And, you know, just that brief moment, he's like, you ready? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> that was for me. And, you know, and I, I, I got to have another moment where he was like, you guys can talk. You guys can move, say whatever, do whatever. And I had this moment where I was like, you know what? I'm an improv. I'm gonna do it and I did this thing and I got the best laugh because nobody saw that coming because I'm a big guy and I was like ah! and so yeah <laughs> it was great so you know I made Favreau and everybody laughed that's, I was like hey did I yeah that's, that's like awesome. a ticket man that's like a ticket yeah. man you yeah, make somebody laugh they'll remember you I, I, I heard that's a rumor we'll, we'll see we'll see awesome. um, alright yeah. you can't talk about season 2 not there's nothing I there's nothing I can think of that I can say where uh, just, just not that I can think of nothing you can okay. think of, but I'm pretty uh, sure from what from what I'm hearing though I mean obviously it's going to be massive it's going to be bigger it's going to be better it's going to be you know it's going to be more fun you know it's going to go deeper into the story you're going to feel you know you're and that's the one thing I like about Mandalorian they did a great job of creating a world 
and that's incorporated with Star Wars, but it's still its own thing. Totally. Totally. You know, and so you're curious to see Mando's journey. You're curious to see Griffith's journey. You're curious to see, you know, Gina's journey. You're curious to see, like, you know, um, you know, the the, the 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 I can't think of the term right now in my brain. You know, the opposing forces that be, and then you're curious about the youngling. You're trying to figure out what you know. We don't even know what gender it is. Like, you know, as a guy, yeah. girl, we don't know. We just saw cloth. We have no idea. And. You know, it, you know, is this Yoda? Is this not Yoda? Is this, so there's so many posing questions that you're going to get to see. And, and so it's obviously there's going to be more. So I'm excited yeah. to see it because even when I worked on the first season, there was so much that I didn't see, you know, because yeah. they, and they're so secretive about, you know, when, you know, seeing what, because I mean, you only had a piece of this, you only had a piece of that, and it was colored this. You're like, what am I looking at? And, you know, you just have to trust the process. And then you're watching it for the first time and you're like, that's what I was a part of. Oh, yeah. that's what. How, that's how they tied that to that. You know, that's so cool. you know, so I get to enjoy it just like you guys. So I know, you know, with season two, you know, that should just be that much more. About that's my question. How did you feel? I mean, you kind of touched on it, but how did you feel when you saw Mandalorian? Like you watched the full episodes. Yeah. Oh, back yeah, to yeah, back. yeah. How did you feel, I, man? I. I I felt, you know, honestly, I felt privileged. I cried. I cried. Nice. I, I teared up. And too, it wasn't just. Way. We did too, but we weren't a part of it, but we cried anyway. And, and, and that's the thing about Star Wars. Everyone's a part of it. You know, like we all are a part of it. Like we, like we go so in depth with these. We have, we'll have debates. We'll have conversations. We'll do fan films. We'll write books. We'll do all these things because we are a part of it. The moment we saw it, we are all like, this is a part of us. It's a part of our childhood. It's a part of us growing up. It's like, it's like a catalyst for creativity, you know? So it's like, yeah. you, you know, that's seeing good, it for that's the- That's a good statement. I like that. Thank you. Thank you. And, and it's only because like, we all are like, Mando wouldn't have been what it was if John Favreau didn't want to write, you know, if he didn't want to yeah. show run and put that idea out there and bring in other directors who also want, have, who have been touched by Star Wars and want to, add to that story and add to the next generation and spark creativity and, and be in that space. I mean, to, to sit there and, and watch it, like, again, like I literally cried, like I feel teary eyed right now. Like yep. just to say I had moments and I was a part of it to see your names in the credit, you know, and have so that experience. Cool, yeah. It's like to wake up in the morning, like there was times like I couldn't even sleep <laughs> and I'm hoverboarding to set and I'm hoverboarding <laughs> past the other, other directors and, you know, having moments I get to talk to Bryce. I mean, you know, she was awesome, you know, and I'm like, no, she's she awesome. memory. Yeah. She was. And then that laugh, that laugh. Oh my gosh. That laugh. She does it for real. It's not even like a joke. It's like her thing. It's <laughs> a real laugh. That's her real laugh. She was drinking water, and I was like, "You're doing." I feel like you're doing a commercial right now. <laughs> I was like, I, "I'm thirsty." I wasn't thirsty before, but now I am. You know, it was just—it's an amazing experience, and I'm—and I'm glad to to be a part of it. I mean, just to be a part of it. Like, look what it, it's brought me. It's brought me two cool individuals that I get to talk about Star Wars with, oh, reminisce okay. on my childhood. You know, yeah. like that's an amazing space to be in. Like, this is why to do entertainment. Like, this is amazing. This is amazing. Well, I, you know, speaking for both of us, thank you so much for hanging out with this here. Thank for, you guys. I know, over an hour and Gene, you're freaking awesome. I can't thank wait. You, I can't wait to just thank you to share your name with everyone. Thank you so, so much. Yeah, and you're thank amazing, you. man. 
Thank you. You guys are awesome. We're we're looking forward to chatting with you again. Yeah, friend of the show. Um, You can come on anytime you want. Anytime. Uh, And uh, um, it's for us, it's it's the best when people who are part of things that we enjoy are also fans of what Mm -hmm. they're doing. So like the fact that you love star Wars first and now get to be a part of it. Like that's, I think that's, you know, anybody that loves star Wars, that's a fantasy, you know, it's like, man, and, and we get to live that through you now getting to meet you and getting to know you a little bit. And and uh, hearing hearing how things look through your eyes and and man, uh, it's that is Thank so you. cool uh, for me that you're a fan of it on top of getting to contribute to it. So, hundred percent. I I couldn't. I mean, this has been awesome chatting with you, and I'm, Thank you. I'm super thankful. And like Josh said, you're welcome back anytime. Thank you guys. Um, and uh, thank you for being gracious enough to chat with us for hey, an hour man. and 20 minutes here. That was <laughs> I, time flew. I didn't even know. I, <laughs> I, I didn't even realize until you said it. No, I mean, you guys are, you guys are really awesome. I mean, again, to just be in this space, cause a kid growing up where, you know, I'm going to touch on this a little bit, you know, being an African American kid, you know, growing up and you did see a lot of representation in those spaces. You didn't see, um, you know, it, it was like when I would talk to my cousins, and about sci-fi fantasy they're like they they could they couldn't fathom it because like man you don't see nobody like we i, I don't you know it's not my thing it looks like you're saying something i don't know it's, it, it's poor andy's I, video is so oh, behind I, it, oh okay because it looks so like he's, I, it looks like fact, he's saying you owe me money that's what it this really looks. does he's giving you he's giving you the the yeah <laughs> here we go gene i want you to finish that comment because it's a good one there you go you don't have to worry about andy now go ahead oh okay i mean that's like you're talking to me you're talking to me yeah yeah, say something. Uh, yeah, it, you know, it, again, to like be in that space growing up, like I'm glad my mom was this person who always loved comics and then she married someone who supported that dream to be in a space where, you know, again, we're not always in that space. And if it is, it's like for a brief moment, even when, you know, I said to Carl, I was like, I'm glad, and I knew he didn't die. And I was like, I was like, that was so cool that you didn't because a lot of times in a sci-fi or fantasy, the dude, the black dude lasts for like two seconds. It's, it's like, but you're, you're able to continue that journey or to have that conversation. And in order to say, I like star Wars, I can say it out loud. And it's not a weird thing. You know, it's not like, who is this guy? It's like, Oh, I get me too. You know, exactly. It's like, I can go anywhere and have this conversation, you know, to say I was on the Orville and I played an alien and I love playing characters. Cause like, that's all I've ever wanted to do is to be transformed. I've never wanted to just be live in a normal space and play, do regular things. I wanted to be in space. I, you know, I, I wanted to, to, uh, you know, hold a lightsaber, shoot a ray gun, you know, dodge from explosions, like to be in that space and to share those moments and then to have be on a platform like this and talking about it. And hopefully it's just as inspiring to the next person to say, if they could do it, so can I, or I can yeah. write it. Jack Favreau yeah. wrote it. Why can't I write it? You know, it's like, yeah. you know, you see a woman like Bryce and, and the other woman, I forgot her name, and she, you know, cause she directed some of those episodes and to hear her talk. And she was like, you know, this is that moment that, and we're having conversation and to be in that space to be representation and cause we all love it, you know, and, it, and it's just to have that camaraderie and, and familyhood and brotherhood. It's like, 
it's a dream come true, man. Like to spend it with you guys, whether it's an hour and twenty minutes or five seconds or you know Millennium Falcon years, like I'm I'm happy to do it. You know, so thank you guys. I don't know. Gene's my um, favorite, man. Man, no. Well said. Hey, well Gene, said. why don't you uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you on social media and maybe okay. plug a, a an upcoming thing that you're you're a part yeah, of? Yeah, tell us your projects, okay. man. Gotcha. Not a problem at all. So uh, you can catch me. You can find me anywhere on Instagram, Facebook, um, SoundCloud, Gene G E N E underscore freeman f-r-e-e-m-a-n no i'm not related to morgan freeman uh it'd be nice <laughs> you know if, if we are related junior I'm, you know junior you know junior I, i'm junior to carl's junior and freeman junior you know i'm in the middle um yeah that's where you can find me on all those platforms um the most recent project that i am very proud to be a part of thanks to blumhouse and their series on hulu which is called into the dark um, they have Puka Lives. I get to play a creature. And again, I love, I love, I love, love, love being able to be transformed into something. That is the most awesome experience. Um, they brought me back a second time. I'm getting to do more stuff. Uh, I'm, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but I would say go to Hulu, check it out. I am playing this creature. And the first half is me, and then the other half is another gentleman who gets to play, you know, being the creature. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but it's going to be a lot of fun. It, it looks freaking scary, it's man. Scary. <laughs> it looks scary. It's, it's called Puka Lives, yeah. right? Puka Lives. Puka Lives. Puka Lives. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. And, and that was an interesting thing on that. Um, shout out to the, the stunt coordinator on that, my agent who got uh, who, you know got me the bigger, bigger, better deal. Um, Desi Nicole, you're awesome. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that, that, there was a gag where I'm on a car, and I had to sell it to the coordinator because he, he they brought me in as an actor, and he was like, uh, yeah, so you got this scene, but we'll have the the double do the other one. I was like, what do you mean the double? Uh, <laughs> I was like, what's the gag? You see these like, forearms? Yeah, you see, I can fall out of the chair right now and, and get back up, but I won't do it, you know. And he was just like, I had to really sell him that. And I'm glad I did because that just shows that you just don't let anybody do anything just because you say you can. It's like once he got a feel for me and he, we got to talk, we talked for like good 45 minutes before he was like, OK. And then they harnessed me to the car and I do this gag shout out, and, and I do this thing. It's really cool. There's a lot of fun. Um, so Puka lives. Puka lives, man. I'm looking, Puka I'm checking lives. it out. Yeah. That was a, I checked that out. It's going to be a lot of fun. My youngest cool or stuff. my oldest likes, uh, likes, uh, scary movies. So is, is that a good one for? Yeah. She's I think, 16. I, I, She's 16. So. I, I, you know, I think that's good. I think that was fine. I all think right, I think that's right. fine. I think that's fine. I think we're gonna do it for you, Freeman. We're doing it. Thank you, thank you. And then, matter of fact, all you should right. do a reaction and then tag me, and I'll post. Oh, it. I'll do a reaction <laughs> to win. There we you go. Win. You're on a car, right? Yep. You cannot miss. It. I'm a I'm big furry. I mean, with with scissors, oh, you can't miss. I'm gonna do it. I'm there you go. Reaction and tag you. There She's good there at reaction. You go. She'll cry or something. Let, all right, please do. Gene, you picked up two big fans. Big fans. Thank you. And uh, thank you so much. Uh, I'm, I feel like we could talk another hour here. We probably could. Uh, <laughs> it's so hard to say goodbye to Gene Freeman. All right. <laughs> yes. Back around. Back. 
Take us out, Gene. Take us out, Gene. A little, I'm little ditty. I'm, I'm gonna tell, all right, here we go. Here we go. I'm going to do some insane. Here we go. Um, whenever I'm weary, then tears fill your eyes. And all this around you, my secrets and lies. And I'll be your strength. And I'll bring you home. And give you that feeling that's gone. And never you run, you're going to be standing with open arms. And how are you to take it out? And I will take you in my arms I will <laughs> and hold you right where you belong there you go Yoda Yoda oh Freeman everyone Gene Freeman hey. work is strong with him alright <laughs> oh you're the best man alright well thank thanks for joining guys. us on the Hall of Chronicles make sure you yes. check out Gene Freeman holy cow thanks man we'll talk to thank you soon thank you later